Welcome, everybody, to episode 57 of NFAT Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kill, joining this week by the full team, Jordan Schultz, Jess Saban, and returning for a special appearance out of retirement, Ben Parker. Thank you, Ben, for joining <laughs> us, sir. Um, but today's podcast is a special one. As you guys know, we're going to hear the first top 25 playoff rookie tonight. Um, the committee is releasing it right now as we speak. Um, what surprises will we see? Will things upset us? Probably. Will Alabama be retired? And they should? Probably. Um, but we're going to kind of go through this and, and excited to see what happens as you do here. So uh, we look forward to going through this with you. Uh, but before we get into that, let's jump into some college football news first. Uh, starting up with Auburn, firing head coach uh, Brian Harson after a really terrible year and a half there that um, he had. This total mismatch from the start, I think, uh, Jordan, Ben, me and you guys talked about it January, February, March of last uh, earlier this year that he should have, he should have been fired. He shouldn't make it for the year, but here we are. He, he didn't make it for the year, and he didn't make it for the whole season. So um, no surprise there. But they have to pay more buyouts after their last buyout that they did to their last coach. So they're paying a lot of money here for head coaches. And now they're on the look for another one. So, you know, I'll open it up to the group here. You know, who do you guys think should be next um, head coach at Auburn? You know, I know there's been some names released out there like Lane Kiffin, Deion Sanders, Jeff Grimes, Matt Rule, um, Hugh Freeze are, are probably the most popular names out there. Um, so open up you, Jordan. Who do you think should get this job? And do you think Auburn can, can get back to being a successful program to challenge Alabama? I think so. I think Auburn definitely can be back to a successful program. Um, but I'll, I heard, um, <clears throat> I can't remember his head off or his name off the top of my head. Um, Alabama's offensive coordinator was a big name. Uh, that Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, early, right? Like, I think I heard it this morning um, about him being the Auburn head coach. And I could see that. There's so many names out there right now that, you know, could be head coach. Um, a lot of assistants that should, you know, be able to move up this year um, with all the openings. So it's going to be a weird year with um, moving around uh, coaches and everything, but it's hard to tell who who the choice is right now for me. Um, I, I don't know if Deion Sanders really Deion Sanders really wants to go to Auburn. Um, Lane Kiffin has, has a you know a good job right now, so it's just hard to see who. But I definitely think whoever does can turn the program around. Uh, we've seen Auburn have really successful years in the last couple of years. So uh, you could really turn Auburn around. No, for sure. I, you know, I think definitely you could win in Auburn. I think it's all about, you got to be someone that's going to be in there, a relentless recruiter that will go up against Nick Saban in the same, in the same state and want to, and want to do those battles. Um, so I think that's going to be the most important thing. Um, ben, what about you, sir? You, you know, obviously in the, in the southern part of the United States there, you know, what name do you think this really makes a lot of sense for Auburn that can really uh, kind of push this program to the next level, maybe where they haven't been, you know, consistently? They, they've been there a year here or there, but never consistently. Who who do you think out there can really do that for them? There's several names. Jordan already mentioned a few. Tony, sir, throw in another one that I want tonight. I, I just want it to be just for my pure entertainment level. I want to see uh, uh, Nick Saban. With the athletic field, I, I just want that for my pure entertainment. Watching Deion's hey, we're having some technical difficulties with Ben there. So, um, Jess, what do, what is your thoughts there on on this situation? I would really like to see Matt Rule come back to college football. I mean, I know his time with the Panthers was a disaster, but he was doing quite well with Baylor. Uh, kind of going to a school like Auburn that has that, you know, I mean. Not to take anything away from Baylor, but, you know, like SEC football, it's just different from pretty much anywhere else in the country. You know, Auburn has that history. Auburn has that uh, pride and, you know, they're going to throw enough money at at him. And I'd like to see what he could do with a program like that. We saw what he could do with Baylor. Had a lot of success there. I really don't want to see Lane Kiffin leave Ole Miss. He's doing some good work there. Uh, Deion Sanders – I mean, he's had a lot of success with Jackson State. What he's doing there is very special, very important. I mean, they just hosted, I think, uh, College Game Day Live, you know, the first HBCU to do so. Um, so, I mean, out of those other names, there's a lot of coordinators that we were, ta- like you were saying, that are probably going to get the look. But I-, I think the most interesting would be Matt Rule, in my opinion. Just, you know, that guy with that pedigree comes in to the SEC, you know, 
I, I think yeah. that would make for a bunch of good storylines, if nothing else. Yeah, I think for me, if they if they want to win, I think it's Hugh Freeze because I think he knows how to beat um, Nick Saban. But if you want to write run a program the right way, um, I honestly think it, it needs to be like a Mark Stoops that can come in there and just kind of build it from the ground up, build a really good culture on the defensive side and on the offensive side, um, and do some good things there. Um, I don't think Deion Sanders is a good fit here. I, I just I think ultimately, if he ends up leaving Jackson State, I think it's going to be for Florida State, his alma mater. Um, I just don't know how good of a coach he is, I, I, just because you know he's able to recruit there at Jackson State, and so he has the talent advantage. But um, he would have had that at Auburn. Would that change the way he coaches, or or change the results? And that would be something I'm interested in seeing. Um, all right. Let's move on to Michigan State. Obviously, we talked a little bit. Me and Jordan did on Saturday's podcast um, or Sunday's podcast um, that you know they had the big fight in the tunnel. Um, there's now been eight. I think four originally were suspended. Four more were suspended. So now eight players have been suspended for Michigan State for attacking the, the two Michigan players in the tunnel. Um, what should happen to these players, Jordan? Should they um, should the suspension be it? Should there be some police? Criminal charges filed? Should they be able to play at Michigan State again? I mean, how 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 much would you um, you know really focus on these players, and you know, how much trouble should they be in? I think it's you know especially if the video's been out, it's been you know all circulated. I think it's a bad look for Michigan State. Um, and I I heard a lot of things you know reports going out that they uh, the players are going to probably. Uh, Press charges um, here soon. We might hear about it. So I, I think uh, it was horrible what they did, and I think um, that they might as they might be suspended for indefinitely. I would think just because there's a bad look on Michigan State. That's a bad look on college football in general, and I think um, the NCAA is going to do um, put down the hammer on this. All right. No, I. You know, I, I agree. Any any uh, additional thoughts or just anything additional you would want to see done here? Uh, I mean, it was a terrible look. There is no excuse. Uh, they should probably get kicked out of their respect, you know, out of the program, in my opinion. For I mean, it was just go back to your locker room, get out of there. You got your butts whooped, whatever. You know, it's just. If nothing else, it's immature. It's immature. It's stupid. It's reckless. There was no reason for it whatsoever. Just, they should be done, in my opinion. You don't just do that. I mean, it's one thing when you see, like, both teams entirely converge in those hallways and there's chirping and some shoving. That that was like they jumped them. Like, that wasn't, it was a big group versus a very small group. It it, it it really kind of pisses me off that they'd have the like what what's going through your heads when, when I, I don't know I don't have a lot to say about it I just it's stupid it's, it's not just, like you got a lot to say about it just um, I I know I, I just feel like I'm repeating myself it's just so when when I see that when I see that stuff you know you have the opportunity that so many others don't to play college football to be on that stage. And even if you're just on the team, I, I don't remember if those guys were starters, they were bench guys, whatever. You're on that team, and, and you have the chance to be on these massive stages, to play the game so many people love, and you're you're doing that. It's it's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what are we what are you gaining out of doing that to these two Michigan players? Like, yeah, so they might talk trash to you. You know what? You play like crap. You deserved it. Just deal with it and make it take that anger out in the next opponent that you play out there on the field. Um, but you know, I think that just shows a little bit of lack of culture there um, at Michigan State. You got to understand. You want. You got to wonder if this is gonna really cause them to have like a downward spiral there at Michigan State and, and cause it. They were started so good last year of the new regime and stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if they take a fall after this. Um, 
the last piece here of news, then we'll jump into the playoff rankings, is um, Big 12 signed a new TV deal with Fox ESPN for $31 million per year for their team. So I think it was like $2.2 billion over the life of the contract. I was surprised they got this um, just because Oklahoma, Texas left. I think this shows you some some strength with that team. It gives them yeah, – maybe that's enough to keep them kind of relevant. But then you also got to think they're going to be like forty to fifty million dollars less than what, what the Big Ten is making per team and what the SEC is making. Um, they're more in line, a little less than what ACC is making. So I think we're starting to get that um, the haves and have-nots that line being drawn and how much money those teams make. Um, what do you What do you guys think? Do you think this is enough to keep the conference relevant? What do you think, Jordan? I think so. I think yeah, they're losing Texas and Oklahoma, but <clears throat> they're gaining a couple teams. Um, Cincinnati, they're gaining them. Cincinnati's having a, yeah, they're having a down year, but I think it's kind of a rebuild a little bit. Um, so, you know, the Big Twelve, I think, is going to stay relevant. I think, you know, it, it's a, it's a big deal for them to get, you know, Fox and ESPN to sign this contract with them. But I still think this conference is going to be relevant. I think it's kind of slowed down where, you know, beginning of the year we had all these talks about power conferences and all this, but I think it's kind of slowing down. I think teams are. You know, either staying or going to leave. We already know if they're going to leave. So, right now, I think it's huge. Yep. All right. Um, well, we'll keep an eye on that because I, I am interested to see what this does for the ACC. Um, I know they they obviously are trying to get a, a deal redone there, um, and it makes you wonder. You know, again, what what is this going to do with? Any potential teams going to the Big Ten SEC in the future, will this slow the tide down a little bit or just kind of put a Band-Aid until teams decide to, to branch off to other leagues down the road? So, again, something to watch there. All right, so let's get to the big big thing of the week. That's the, the college playoff rankings. I think the top 25 is just kind of coming in here. So let's, let's kind of take a look at it on our side uh, there. All right, we'll start with the top 25. Um Start off with with Central Florida. A little surprise there. Uh, there's there were six and two coming in. So, um, but they just had a big win over over Cincinnati. So I think that kind of pushed them into the top twenty five. Uh, Texas here with three losses. I don't know exactly if they beat anybody great or good. They're in the top twenty four. But I think we talked about it beforehand. I think it's because they barely lost to Alabama. They they get to come in here and get the twenty fourth ranking. So I don't know about that. Then we have Oregon State. And NC State and Wake Forest area from the top twenty-five to top twenty-one. Syracuse after their their blowout against Notre Dame coming in number twenty. And you have Tulane. Nice, nice to see Tulane here in, in the top nineteen. Oklahoma State, North Carolina, Illinois. So, uh, I'll start you, Jordan. Any surprises or um, things that make you angry from the um, the first part of this list? Um, the Oklahoma State. I think they should be a little higher. I, I think Tulane should be above them or. Um, you know, just some other team, just because they got blown out this past week, you know, 48 to zero. So that I think um, <clears throat> um, North Carolina should be ranked up more um, just because they're, you know, they lost to a one, one team and they've really dominated the rest. And then I'd say maybe Illinois should be moved up in that top 15. You know, they lost one game. They had the best running back in college football and that, and, and, and they look good. So. But other than that, I think it's still a good um, top 25. Maybe, like you said, UCF and Texas shouldn't be on this list. I think Texas has way too many losses, and UCF doesn't look as good as they usually are. So, But yeah. all around, pretty good. All right, Jess, your thoughts. Any, anything standing up to here on this list? Honestly, I'm okay with UCF, though honest, I think I would switch them in Texas, have Texas you know, kind of come in at 25 there. Um, you know, there, as per usual, you know, Alabama is, is going to be getting a lot of love. Um, so that narrow, narrow loss will play in Texas's favor. Um, they're really going to have a, a, a fight this week against Kansas state. So they may or may not be on this list <laughs> this time next week. Other than that, I don't really have much to say. Uh, I think I'd agree. Drop Oklahoma State a little more. Maybe move uh, teams like uh, Tulane up. Maybe give uh, Wake Forest or Oregon State a little more love. Um, but other than that, I have no real complaints. I guess for me, looking at it, I mean, we talked to Oklahoma State a little bit. I, I think they should be ranked. You lose forty-eight nothing. 
he shouldn't be ranked. I mean, you got to at least score some points, if it, even if it's a blowout, to at least make consideration here. So, I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I can be okay with Central Florida as well. Uh, Texas shouldn't be ranked. They haven't beat anybody. Uh, I, I agree. I think North Carolina should be ranked higher as well. I think they only lost Notre Dame. You know, and, and I don't think that's a bad loss. Uh, so, yeah, I think they should at least be top fifteen. Honestly, you, you know, I've been talking about it beforehand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess, you're going to be fired again. Um, but I, I do think, speaking of their day, I think they should be in Texas's spot if you're going to go off of three lost teams because they beat Syracuse and they beat North Carolina, who is ahead of Texas here. So um, those are pretty good wins, I think. And they lost barely, you know, close game to Oklahoma, I mean, to Ohio State. So, all right, next up, let's look at the top seven through five, 15. Number 15, Penn State, 14, Utah, 13, Kansas State, 12, UCLA, 11, Ole Miss, 10, LSU, 9, USC, 8, Oregon, 7, TCU. Um, Jess, your initial thoughts here. Anything stand out to you that really kind of makes you angry or like or shocked? Um, Not really. Um, I think, honestly, after – Again, what they did to Oklahoma State, who they still have ranked, you know, as high as they do. I think I would have Kansas State up a little bit. Uh, but other than that, I mean, LSU surprises me that they have them ranked top 10. I thought maybe they'd get some love at like 15 or something, you know, 13, 15, somewhere. <laughs> well, in they're there. playing Alabama this week, Jess. So they yeah. can get that love now, right? Oh, my God. That's. It would not surprise me if they're like, you know, well, we got to make this upcoming Alabama win look even better. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, a little surprised at the LSU spot there. But, again, nothing that I find to be that outrageous. Oregon being at eight, they've turned around their season. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Um Jordan, what do you see here? Anything anything stick out to you? No, I think this I think this list right here is, you know, this I think this stretch of list is um probably the most accurate. Yeah, some teams could be from the top, you know, twenty five to twenty six pushed up. But I think this part of the list is pretty pretty done. I think only team I could see not I shouldn't be in this top fifteen is Penn State. I think with the you know blow loss to Michigan. Um, and they lost to Ohio State. But I think because they're so high-ranked, both those teams, that they got into that top 15. But every other school on that, on that you know, you know, section of the list, I think, deserved to be there. I think um, they play well. Kansas State with that 48 win, uh, you know, win, 48-point win over Oklahoma State. Um, it just, I, I'd love to see TCU up higher, but that's just me. Yeah, TCU yeah, I mean, should probably be honestly. I I could see them at five. I, I I think I'd put them ahead of a Clemson right now. They should at least be six. At least be at six. Least. The top six should be undefeated teams that are playing well. I just read a quote that the um, committee chairman said they 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 like TCU, but they're looking for teams that have balance of both offense and defense. TCU has gotten behind on some teams. Has Alabama like? <laughs> Almost lost uh, multiple Wait, teams. Why are they ranked and, ahead of TCU? And Georgia, I think two games in a row. Oh, they were. I, just, I don't. Down. Yeah, Kent they were down. State, Kent State, Missouri, uh, just, and and they're like they they put up a narrative that they want to get these SEC teams. I just hope I, TCU deserves better. Um, so that's that's number one that I see on this list. LSU has no reason to be in the top 10. It's totally just to give Alabama another top 10 victory to help move them up. But look, at they lost to Florida State, and they got blown out by Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee, number one team. So, yeah, I mean, that's going to hurt you as much. But they lost to Florida State, who's not ranked. So they have two losses. Ole Miss only has one loss. UCLA only has one loss. Kansas State, Utah have two losses, but they're against better teams than LSU lost to. Penn State lost to better teams. All those teams could potentially should be above LSU. I'm I'm sorry. I I just I don't see the LSU love there. Um and so yeah, that's my only my concern like there. Oregon, they seemingly have really turned things around overall, you know, after week one, yeah. which was I mean such a bizarre loss that again, it's also it's week one. 
you know, but at the end of the day, it just, it always feels like they're going to find a way to put Alabama in that top four come playoff time. They're going to find a way because I don't think Alabama loses another game until the possibly the SEC championship. Yeah. But, uh, Cause they don't play it up. The rest of the schedule is really weak. So yeah, I don't think they will. No, I mean, we're hoping playoffs. Ole Miss will be good. You know, I we're we're saying you know LSU this high is a surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, and those are like their two toughest remaining games. I think again, outside of the inevitable championship game. But I don't know. It it's the first one of these lists. We'll we'll see how they start weighing things in a few weeks, but it, yeah, I, I, I don't see that LSU top 10 being anything other than, Oh, this is going to look good for Bama. Yeah, that for sure. All right. Let's look at the, the top six, obviously the playoff, you know, the big playoff ricks here. So um, number, number six is Alabama. Um, number five is Michigan. Number four is Clemson. Number three is Georgia. Number two is Ohio state. Number one is Tennessee. Uh, when I look at this list, I'm I'm glad they put Tennessee number one. I think Tennessee's been playing the best. Um, you know, honestly, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, you could really put them in either either order. I don't think it's gonna. I wouldn't be upset about it. I mean, Alabama, we talked about them already. Number six. I don't know if they they deserve that, but they they are. Um, so, um, Jess, look at this. Um, what do you feel about this 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 list? And do you think? Um, the four playoff teams are in this top six, or is it going to be somebody else sneaking in here? Um, in this top six, uh, honestly, I think by the end of this, I think it's going to be some order of either Georgia or Tennessee, followed by Ohio State or Michigan. And then Tennessee or Georgia again, one and three. And then I think I think TCU has a real shot here. So I would say that who I think is going to end there, but Clemson being at four, I think is a little ridiculous. Well, they're going down I, this weekend, Jess. So we talk about that a little bit later. But um, yeah, I, they are. They have been so inconsistent. They have not been able to really finish, you know, off their opponents well. I if think Michigan should be ahead of them, honestly. Game. If you really want to look at the resumes, I think Michigan probably has played better competition and looked better. Michigan should be the fourth team right now. For me, yeah. it would be some order for, for this ranking, not not the overall play. For the, this ranking, it would be some order of Tennessee, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Those are the top four teams in my opinion. After that, I would put TCU. After that, I would put probably Clemson. Then I'd put Bama. Um, but I mean, you know, inevitably because of how the, the rankings currently are, you've got Ohio state and Michigan who have to play each other. Then you have Tennessee and Georgia who play each other this week. And then it's going to be either Georgia or Tennessee are going to have to play Alabama in the championship game. So that might be a Tennessee Bama rematch. That might be a Georgia Alabama game. So there's going to be so much cannibalism in the next few weeks of the of the top four or in, in that top six range so yeah i don't know it's i love that tennessee is number one i think that is correct i think they have beaten the hardest team so far i mean you know they've if they beat georgia the game after they play missouri they south carolina georgia, vanderbilt i mean they're undefeated if they beat georgia if they beat georgia then I think they win the national championship. That is how high on them I will be. But they've got to beat Georgia first, and it's at Georgia. You know, they narrowly beat Alabama at home. So there's no yeah. they, there's no getting – I'm not going to be riding the Tennessee train too high, too highly this just yet. But, you know, Ohio State, I, I agree, number two. Georgia, number three. And then I personally would have Michigan four. But you know, for some reason, they're really high on Clemson right now. So, yep. All right, Jordan. Yeah, thanks, Jess. You talked a lot, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the I list is perfect. I think the biggest thing is Alabama shouldn't be on that list in the top six. But 
Um, I think Clemson has a better resume than Michigan. I know you don't want to hear that, um, but Michigan only has played one ranked team. Alabama or Clemson has played three. Who and they played ranked? Out. Michigan yeah, or Clemson? The they have Clemson, exactly Wake, great. They played what? Wake Forest, Syracuse, Wake Forest, NC State, uh, NC State, Sy- yeah. Syracuse, uh, Wake. Yeah, so Michigan's played Penn State. True. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I was it's thinking. The res- you know, the, I think the I, I don't think I don't think Holly of the ACC. I guess when I when I think of even like those teams, <clears> I just don't think have been as good. But yeah, I think both are probably very similar. They haven't played as as good of a competition as well. Then Tennessee, Georgia, or Alabama, honestly. But I like like I I like the top four right now. I think I think because it's the first week, the top five, it doesn't matter if you're in that top five. That's good because then. You know, if you get that win, you get pushed up. Or you get someone loses, you get pushed up. So, you know, you want to be in that top five or six. Honestly, you want to be in that top ten right now. First week of college football playoff ranking um, doesn't really matter. Yeah, it matters enough to solidify your spot. You know, okay, I'm four. I need to win out the rest of the season, or and you know, a team in front of me needs to lose. Yep. And I think Clemson, Michigan. Are really looking at this week as like, you know, Tennessee. I'm gonna be moving up, no matter what. Tennessee loses, they drop out. I'm pretty sure they're gonna drop out of the top four. Georgia loses, they're gonna drop out of the top four. Those six, you know, seventeen. Well, are now looking. you say that, you say that, but I guess they could. But I'm saying like Tennessee beats, or Tennessee loses to Georgia, right? Would they? Could they still stay in the top four because? They will stay in front of Alabama because they have the head-to-head victory against them, right? You would You're think. Way too much faith in the committee there because if Alabama beats LSU, oh, they beat a top ten team. You don't think they're going to give Alabama that nudge? Well, they always say they give the head-to-head advantage if they have the same record, or uh, you know, unless it's um, less more that. teams. So, I mean, I know they have they have went away against from that a couple times in the past, but. Um, I mean, my, my thinking is if Tennessee loses a close game to Georgia, they should stay in the top four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you got to also, like, you know, I know how you guys are saying that Tennessee, you know, barely, narrowly beat Alabama at home, but Alabama has a better offense than Georgia. Alabama can put up numbers, can carry yeah, their offense, can carry their team if need be. So they have the firepower. Georgia doesn't. But Georgia has a defense, a much better defense this year. They have Alabama. a much better defense. But if Tennessee gets the ball right away, knocks them in the mouth, they control that game. And I definitely see see something crazy happening in that game. But I, I like the top six, maybe not Alabama. I think, TC, like you said, TCU should be up there. Honestly, I could see it. Oregon being up there. Um, just It's just riding Alabama right now is the biggest thing. Alabama's lost too many or has had too many close calls this year so far. Yeah. And – Really haven't shown me a, that they're a Nick Saban team. What, what what's their best victory, Alabama this year? Uh, Alabama best victory. Did they have a ranked opponent they beat? <laughs> Texas. <laughs> uh, that's that's right, Texas. They beat Arkansas when everyone was a bit higher on Arkansas. Mississippi State. But Mississippi State's not ranked. Oh yeah, Ar- that's it, Arkansas. But Arkansas's not Arkansas's ranked. not ranked. Texas, the uh-huh. only team they beat that's ranked in this committee top twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, and then TC- are... who, who has TCU beaten? They beaten Oklahoma State, and they beaten Kansas State, who are in the top twenty-five. So, why are they not ranked ahead of Alabama? That's that'd be my that'd be my argument. I just don't understand. I still understand. Like resume is not there for Alabama. Yeah, they lost a close game to Tennessee. But they barely beat other teams. They haven't looked impressive. They haven't beat a top twenty-five team that's on the current list. So their resume is just not there. I, I just don't understand why we give this love. It's all based on past years. It's not supposed to be. Tony, Alabama beat Utah State 55-0. They beat Vanderbilt 55-3. L.A. Monroe 63-7. How is that not impressive? <laughs> That's true. I mean, those are those are really juggernauts of the, of the, of the you know, college football world. So I should look at it better like that. I, I, you know, I just – I know what's going to happen, and I hate that it's getting this way. But, but Georgia's going to beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Georgia's going to lose to Alabama. 
All three of those teams are going to make the college football playoff. It's just that's what's going to happen, and we're going to be like all mad about it when it happens, but it's going to happen. Um, TCU is going to be left out. Pray to God just to avoid that scenario that Tennessee beats Georgia. Yes, but hey, Illinois can still play upset for Michigan. All right, just throwing it out there. This is why I want chaos. I want like I want Alabama to lose to LSU. I want Tennessee to beat Georgia. I want. Michigan to lose to Illinois. I I, I want game some to be chaos up there. I want yeah. some chaos in this top ten. Yep, I heard give you me a football. Yep. Give me give me a college football playoff of Tennessee, Oregon, TCU, and well, there'll be <laughs> SEC team. There's no way they can't have SEC team in there. So well, Tennessee. Um, oh, Tennessee. Yeah. So Tennessee, Oregon, um, uh, TCU. North Carolina. <laughs> I'm telling Tulane, dude. Tulane's getting in Tulane, there. that's right. Yeah, and Tulane. Throw Tulane in there, please. It's going to be a huge, you know, it's going to be a huge, like, meltdown at the top, you know. 18 teams. Every team's going to lose this week. <laughs> and then LSU's going to lose draws. the rest of the year. Just, it's, it's, there's going to be a lot of shifting. T- Tulane's going to drop, like, jump, like, 12 spots. They're going to be in the top 10, dude. Just let it happen. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think good good start for the most part. There's a couple of things obviously we can we can nitpick, but um, I think overall I think it's a it's a pretty good start for the committee there with their with their top twenty five. Um, looking forward to seeing Notre Dame crack that next week with their their big victory against Clemson. So uh, we'll talk I mean, about that. Hey, in just I'll a second. be rooting for that just because I want that chaos, man. I'll be rooting for they, Notre Dame. Hey, they're gonna be able to jump up. Texas is gonna lose this weekend to Kansas State. Yeah, yeah maybe. No, I'm it's going to happen. I don't something. know why you're going to say maybe. Uh, I mean, Texas is so weird. Like, no, they'll they'll get their butts whooped one week and then play stunner the next week. You know, it's... Against who? Well, narrowly Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Granted, Texas A&M also almost did that to Bama. So. Uh, Texas just lost to Oklahoma State last week. I don't know what you're talking about here. Or two weeks ago, yeah, it was. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, let's talk about some um, top five matchups coming up this week. Well, not top five, but the top five games of the, of the week. Um, so let's start off with Texas Tech at TCU. Um, I think we're all high on TCU, um, but Jordan, do you see them? You know, have any trouble here in this Texas Tech game? I think um, Fox is going to be there with the big noon game. So, um, what do you, what do you see happening here in this game? I think TCU is going to steamroll Texas Tech. They're going to come off the high of 48-0 against Oklahoma State, come off the high of being ranked this high in college football playoff, and they're just going to go in there, smack smack T- uh, Texas Tech around, and win. I, I think it's going to be another 48-0 performance for Texas Tech. Or TCU, not Texas Tech, sorry. All right. There's not a lot Jesse, to say in that sir. game. Yeah, no. I mostly agree. I don't think it's going to be forty-eight to zero. I think it's going to be more like a forty-two seventeen that forty-two seventeen, well, uh, type of game, and it's not even going to feel that close. You know, maybe they take their foot off the gas in the second half and let Texas Tech score a couple, but yeah, I, I don't see this game being particularly close. Yeah, I agree. I, I liked how Texas Tech started this season. The new coach, new energy. They they came out strong. They 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 beat Oklahoma. Um, but you know, I think they started to get a little bit more adversity last week. They lost to Baylor forty five to seventeen. Their quarterback um, Morton didn't look as good as he has been looking. Uh, I think the you know the the past recruiting classes are probably catching up to him a little bit. They don't have the depth they need to play. So I can see this one, yeah, a very similar score, like 45-17 type score where, you know, they keep it close early, but then as they wear down, um, TCU just kind of runs them out of the building. So uh, that's kind of what I see happening as well. All right, biggest game of the week, number um, one, Tennessee, at number three, Georgia. Um, Jess, are you rolling with Tennessee to go ahead and take this victory down there in Athens? I want to so badly but I don't think they do. I think it's close. I think that, but I think Georgia's defense is just going to get that one important stop. And I don't think that they're going to be able to pull off a miracle like they did against Bama. 
And I think the big difference maker is that this is at Georgia. So I think Tennessee is the better offense, but Georgia has the better defense. And, you know, as the old saying goes, defense wins championships. So I think Georgia, we were, we were just saying a little bit earlier, Alabama is a better offense than Georgia, but I think Georgia's offense will be able to do just enough. Their defense makes this one one important stop, and I think this game ends up being like 38-35, something like that. Jordan, do you agree, sir? No, I'm a I'm a take Tennessee on this one. I'm I'm riding high on Tennessee. I think um, if they can get that first score and control the pace of this game, I don't think Georgia's offense can handle fast pace. If they cover Bowers the whole game, two man. Um, I don't know if Stenson Bennett knows who else is on the team and wide receiver. Um, and I, I think the how many star offensive players that Tennessee has. I don't know if Georgia is going to be able to cover them all. If if Tennessee's offensive line can stop Georgia's defensive line long enough for Hooker to have more enough time to throw the ball, I think this is going to be it's going to be a close game, but I think Tennessee can control this pace. I think it's going to be a 7-point, you know, victory. All right. Um, this was a tough one. Uh, you know, I, I know the strength of Georgia obviously is their defense, but um, with their their star player Nolan Smith being out for the season, um, they had ten sacks on the season. For three of those was his, and I think you're going to be hurt a little bit on a production wise. Now they have a bunch of recruits behind him, and uh, they should be able just to kind of plug and play. But there might be some transition, and you got to wonder if that if Tennessee will take advantage of that. And I do wonder if Georgia will be able to score enough points in a quick enough fashion. They, they, they are used to kind of having like, you know, more of a slug fast rather than a shootout. So, but it's at Athens and the crowd is pretty energized there. Usually when you play, and I think it's, it's a night game, right? Am I crazy? No, I, think, I, I, I think it's a three, three 30 game. Pre- game. Yeah, it's a three thirty game. Oh man. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I think Tennessee is going to find a way to win this game. So um, with it be, you know, at night, Georgia's a little crazier at night, but in the daytime, it's a little more subdued. And so I think Tennessee come in there, hit them in the mouth quickly, make it a game, take the crown out of it a little bit. And I think they can end up winning this game in a close fashion. So give me Tennessee. All right. Um, clue Texas on here because Kansas State, they're playing Kansas State. Um, we have Texas at Kansas State, the number 23rd, or 24th Texas team, a top 15 team, Kansas State. So, Jess, do you see um, this one being close? Can Texas keep it close? Can Or do you see Texas kind of out-talenting Kansas State here? Or will Kansas State get this one? This game is at Kansas State, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. And I'm rolling with Kansas State. I think it's – I think it's going to feel closer than the final score will suggest. Uh, kind of the opposite of what I said about TCU's game. But I think Kansas State wins this game by 13, 17 points or so. Uh, they were they really impressed me uh, last week with what they did to Oklahoma State. And again, as I was saying a little earlier, Texas is so up and down. They're a really weird team. You know, it feels like one week they can beat anybody. The next week they're just, you know, oh, we all thought Kansas, uh, Texas was back, but nope. So I, I think Kansas State takes this one, uh, but I, th- I think Texas will give them a good fight. All right, Jordan, you agree? No. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I got Kansas State on this one. I, I don't think Quinn Ewers is really 100% back. You know, with you know injury, and it's away. You know, Quinn. Last time they played away, he didn't have a great game. Um, I think Kansas State's a better team that they're playing this week. So give me Kansas State. I think it's going to be by at least twenty-one. I think Kansas State's offense is going to, you know, dictate this game a lot. Give me Kansas State blowing out Texas. Give me, give me all the Kansas State love. I'll take them. Um, all right. Alabama versus uh, Mia Jordan's favorite coach, Brian Kelly and LSU. Um, Jordan, what do you see happening here, sir? Does Brian Kelly get his big victory over Nick Saban finally? I, I mean, honestly, I don't want to say it. but it, No, with, don't say it. 
with L- it's a home game for LSU. It's the seven o'clock game. <laughs> I I can't. I don't know. This one's like probably the hardest game of the week to choose. Alabama doesn't look like Alabama this year. Uh, Brian Kelly has really turned that program around this year. They look decent enough. But give me Alabama. I, I think Alabama's going to pull it out. I think Bryce Young's going to have a you know one of the best games of the se- or the season. And their defense is going to, you know, be able to withstand this LSU, especially at home. So Alabama, I think it's going to be really close, though. I think it's going to be, a, you know, at least a touchdown or a field goal. But, like, I just think Alabama has more firepower right now and uh, a better coach. All right. Oh, man, this is a hard one. Um, I see what your point. I mean, LSU has been playing better. Alabama hasn't been. It's in LSU. That's usually a really good place for them to play. But I just remember Brian Kelly in these games is usually when he comes up short um, as, as a coach. Um, so give me Alabama to win this one. It might be closer than we than we think, seven points, three points, somewhere in that area. But give me Alabama. Um, all right. Me and Jordan will be at this game um, on Saturday. It will be Clemson and Notre Dame. It may be in the rain. It may be a little chilly. Um, just, you know. I even hate passing this over to you, but who do you got here? Do you got um, top four team in Clemson, or do you got uh, the team with more top 25 wins in Notre Dame? Wow, way to phrase that. Uh... <laughs> Just kidding. Clemson has more top 25 wins. Well, as I said earlier, I will be rooting for Notre Dame. However, I am picking Clemson. As much as I was saying that Clemson shouldn't be in that top four, I I have I think they should be five or six, depending on how you view Michigan and TCU. But I do think they are the better team. And well, is do we know if DJ is the starter this week? He is. He's a starter. Gosh, that that actually makes us harder. <laughs> But he has played in their name before for over 400 yards last time he started there when they lost. But. Yeah. He's just – it felt like there was there's this really brief stretch of like two, maybe three games earlier in the year where it felt like, oh, is he turning it around? And then he just has back some more poor performances. They had to bench him. I, I, th- I, think, I think I'm still going to roll with Clemson. I will be rooting for Notre Dame, but I think I'm picking Clemson here. We don't need your pity roots, okay? Is that um, a pity no, wait, wait, we nope. Shh, 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 shh. Yeah, you had your piece. The big boys are talking now. All right, Jordan. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, who, who do you got, Jordan? We're going to be there. Are we going to be disappointed there? In, in no, I, I definitely think Marcus Freeman wants to win this huge game at home. Um, I think the you know the fa- the players are going to be fired up. The fans are going to be fired up. And I think the biggest right now is Notre Dame's running game is rolling. And I think with the, if it, it does rain during the game, I think Notre Dame has a better uh, running team right now than Clemson does. And I think Notre Dame's run game can, you know, uh, with their offensive line being as you know good as they've been this whole season, I, I think Notre Dame pulls this one out. I think it's gonna be a little closer than you know we would want, but at least a touchdown. I think Notre Dame's gonna come out with some trickery. I could even see them putting in their backup um, Anzalone at some point just to confuse Clemson's defense. But give me Notre Dame. Just stop shaking your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is gonna be a tough game. I mean, um, Clemson has a really good defensive line, but they have they've been shaky at times. The running game has been good, but they 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 take games off where against inferior opponents, and I I just don't know which which side's going to show up. I still have questions on their offensive line. I still have questions on DJ. On Notre Dame side, they can't complete a forward pass right now, so I'm a little worried about that piece as a quarterback position. They can run. They do have the best tight end in the country. Um, their receivers are starting to step up. Their defense is starting to get more turnovers and starting to play better. I see both these teams are flawed, uh, you know, obviously. Um, so I think it could be a good game that kind of goes back and forth a bit. Um, I, I just fu- I just have a feeling that Marcus Freeman has to have this team fired up. The games that Notre Dame has played good this year against Ohio State, 
when they came up a little short but played better than anybody this season. Uh, North Carolina and Syracuse. All those teams are ranked, and they, you know, won two and lost a close one to another of Ohio State. This is the games he he gets this team up for. He he prides himself on. He wants them to be motivated and ready to go. I think he gets his first top five victory here against Clemson. Me and Jordan will be celebrating all night there in South Bend. Um, sorry, you're going to miss out, Jess, but we'll definitely send photos. Um, <laughs> but it's going to happen. I think it's going to be the upset, and we'll be there to witness it. Or they'll lose, and we'll be, you know, long we'll drive We'll still back drink. Home. We'll party. And still then... drink. <laughs> <laughs> still feel. You drink if they win, you drink if they lose. I mean, you know, yeah, for different sounds reasons. about right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I don't drink right. too much so my leg doesn't get wet. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be taking uh, George to the hospital on uh, on Saturday, so hope, hopefully we can avoid yeah. that. Um, all right. Well, that's the that's the top games again. Not as many um, marquee games next week, but the ones that we do have, I think, are going to be pretty good. I'm really looking forward to that Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Clips, and Notre Dame games. I think those would be the three marquee games of the week. I'm interested to see what happens there, and hope they're all out there are good games. I don't want any blowouts. I would like to see some good competition and just yeah, some good matchups there. Um, all right. What you guys have been waiting for since last week is our top five candies. And this is not, this is in a, you know, because Halloween's this week, we wanted to celebrate candy, but it doesn't have to be Halloween candy um, that we're celebrating here. I have my list. There might be some issues. People might not have heard some of the candy I'm going to put on here, but um, we're sorry we're going to miss Ben. He has some technical issues. He could have joined the, the broadcast, but I know he had like some peppermints and stuff like that. He's really excited to showcase you guys. Um, not able to talk to you about this week, but we'll, we'll try to get him back on here in a future episode. We'll start with you, Jordan, if you have your candy. I know you've been studying, working on this all week um, since yes, last time. Definitely. Um, um, definitely so been we'll, studying. I need, a, I need a solid top five here. Solid top five. All right, here we go. Reese's, peanut butter cups. Number one, I, I you know, that's my favorite candy. Twizzlers, oh. I can tell you the story of why I picked Twizzlers, but you probably don't want to hear it. I don't. Um, Skittles, this is my third. Solid. My son likes that. It's his favorite. Tony, looking at your list, um, man, you are an old person. M&M's <laughs> with peanut butter in them, though. Peanut butter M&M's. I'm the old person. You got Twizzlers and M&M's. Come on, man. And I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Um, wait. Three Musketeers. That's on my list as well. All right, Jess. Five. I know you've been studying. You've been working hard. Even you uh-huh. know. Just don't give of, us your chip a lot list of research. Again, right? <laughs> so this is going to shock you guys. Oh, no. no but nothing you said does. Number one. The unequivocally. The best candy of all time, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, I'm surprised you picked the same thing as us. <laughs> uh, that's not my number Reese's one. Reese's is my favorite well, candy. Has same. been forever. You know, it is in my Wait, mind. we don't need to hold your whole backstory. One or another. <laughs> that's two. No, no, no. I'm just saying. He like, first had the candy when he was but, oh, I, I saw Tony's that way, But it's specifically the cups. Are, the cups are, are the we, best. Are we... You're just going to give us one Number or two. Gonna... Okay, there you Sour go. Sour Patch Kids. Not oh, the watermelon. Sour Patch yeah. Kids. Uh, Number three, M&M's. Specifically for me, uh, the dark chocolate ones, but peanut butter. I know they got like all kinds of crazy ones. I had like these brownie ones. They were pretty good, but the dark chocolate ones are my favorite. Number four, give me a classic Hershey's bar. That's disgusting. Get out of here. Uh, what the? Turn the feet off. Just kidding. Number five. <laughs> Crunch bars. I can deal with the crunch bar. Uh, it's yeah. not. It's just chocolate, like Reese's or Hershey's. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's good. That's a better list that you have been provided. At least it's better to just the, the chip of no salt, like you gave. I told week. you guys going into uh, that. <laughs> I like the plate chip, no salt. Um, okay. Um, um, my top five. Number number one, three Musketeers. This it's the best candy. Bar out there, it's but I think it's better to Reese's Cup. My wife would disagree, but I think it's the Free Musketeers. Number two for me is the Reese's Sticks. Those are those are the best Reese's product. I think um, those are definitely number two for me. Good, good, nice crunch to it. You know, it's it's a beautiful taste. Um, number three, you guys may not have heard this, but the cowtail. That's disgusting. You are gross. What is a cowtail? Cowtail. It's like it's like a it's caramel. Well, and then like beautiful. Cream in the 
believe I, you know, I'll send you guys some. I mean, no, okay. I don't want those. Hey, those are gross. Cowtails, if you guys are listening out there, Cowtails Incorporated, if you want to a sponsor, we'll sponsor we'll, only know. Tony. Don't sponsor us. I don't want any of them. No, we, I'll send you guys some Christmas gifts. It's going to be a whole stocking full of cowtails. Is it a, if, if anyone here listening, um, tweet us, is it only a Midwest thing or are there cowtails? In the I grew south? up in the south, um, Jordan. Um, oh, yeah, you did. I, yes. I did have cowtails growing up, so it is a, is a whole United oh, States okay. thing. So, is it um, though? Because Jess doesn't know what they are. Jess is he likes Uncultured. plain chips. What does he know? I, you know. Well, uh, <laughs> number four for me is the Reese's Cup. You guys are right on there. That's 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 you know, especially the little ones around the holidays. Please, it's beautiful. Please don't say you're five. Please, please do not say that. Number five, and I have I have number six because I I wanted to add it, but it was back nope. and forth between these two. But you better add number six. Number candy five. corn. That's disgusting. Candy corn. It's the best Halloween candy. No, it's it not. Has, I look forward to it every year. I don't have a guy this year, but uh, you know when I when I do just so candy, you all know, listening, Tony is like a sixty-five year old man at heart. Hey, Actually, that means I'm, I'm most. I would have I'm a top five, but I agree. Candy corn is so underrated. Candy corn. Yes, you don't even know what candy it's called. Candy corn is is underrated. I don't have a top five. I don't even know if it'd make my top ten, but. See, I, no, that doesn't because count. like every most things in my top ten, it's like all chocolate. But the the, the hate on candy corn needs to end. It does. It's no, it doesn't. Um, my alternate. I just wanted to add in there. Warheads. I those grew are up on those. I, I, used, I, to sell, I used to sell those in school and make some profit <laughs> off of those. So, so I you're a bad. Don't listen to him. He's a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my six. Um, you know, next week. We'll think of something next week. We'll do this for fun. Maybe do a Twitter poll, which you guys want to hear of uh, top fives of, um, you know, what uh, unseasoned thing Jordan likes and Jimmy just likes next. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Oh, but, I don't, uh, I like everything seasoned. Get out of here. I know. I was, I meant to, you know, talk about it about Jess there. Sorry. Um, what? The- but, um, until next time, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you after um, next week after Notre Dame does a huge upset over Clemson and we could celebrate, you know, we might, even do a pod, might even do a podcast wrong. We never know. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, make sure you follow us in the Flat Pod on Twitter, in the Flat Podcast on our website where we posted our top 10 article this week. Uh, break it down who we thought were in the top 10. We had Tennessee before the committee did. Just remember that. Um, all right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.